Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what you want. I'm your host, Kayleen Elise. My intention is to offer deep breaths and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. I'm here to help you listen to your intuition, trust your inner wisdom, and act with inspiration. Let's get to it. Welcome back to Celebrate Cultivate. I'm really looking forward to today's conversation. We are going to get into the full moon and it's going to be a good guide for beginners. Those of you who are just starting out paying attention to the moon, maybe you have noticed like, oh, lots of people talk about putting their crystals out on the full moon. Why do we do that? What does that mean? And do I need to go buy some crystals so I can do that? And some of you are, you know, have been following the moon cycles for a little while, but this will be a great refresher, some things to explore, ideas to try, a bit of science and background on it, and just overall a look at how the full moon can support you on your journey. We do have a full moon coming up here in real time. So if you're listening to this episode when it comes out live, we have a full moon around the corner. But regardless of when you're listening to this, the full moon comes on a pretty regular basis. So you can apply the ideas that you find here, the inspiration that you discover in your everyday life in a pretty relative time frame. So whatever is resonating, lean towards it. And anything that doesn't make sense to you or doesn't feel good and aligned, let that just roll off your back. It isn't important for us to hold on so tightly to the things that don't resonate, right? There's so much information. There are so many different ways to approach any number of topics. So I'm really encouraging and inviting you to use this as a starting place and then paint your own path, you know, make your own journey when it comes to the moon. There are no rules. It is totally up to you. And I just want to kind of use this as a way to open the door to explore what feels good and right and true. The moon is this wonderful mysterious, and some might say magical force for us here on earth. It is a constant in that it's always there, but we can't always see it. And paying attention to the moon cycles can be a very powerful practice. It's something that has existed in all of history because no matter what, we as humans standing here on earth look up in the sky and we see the moon and we see it changing shape and we see it illuminated. And it is this really incredible thing to think about that you are looking up at the moon and it's the same moon that your grandmother and your great-grandmother and all of your ancestors down the line looked up at that same moon. And of course, we know more science about the moon today than we knew decades ago or millennia ago, but we don't know everything. And certainly, I don't know everything. So this is simply an invitation to explore the moon in ways that feel 
good and true to you. Specifically, we're going to talk about the full moon. And we see the full moon from our perspective here on earth when one side of the moon is fully illuminated. And this happens when the sun, earth, and moon are lined up with the earth in the middle. And the moon itself is if you want to put quotes on it, just a rock, right? It isn't emitting any light. It is reflecting the light from the sun. And so when we see a full moon bright and full and luminous in the sky, it isn't doing anything but reflecting the brightness of the sun which is really an interesting thing to think about. If you've ever looked up at the moon, it just kind of seems like, of course, it is shining down on us. And it is, but also it isn't (laughs) because it isn't really shining at all. When you're on the journey of exploring the moon phases and following them and paying attention to how they might serve and support you, in life, it is kind of nice to think about the science every once in a while. It's kind of nice to look at what's actually happening. So if you don't remember this from school, you know, give yourself a little bit of time and space to play on Google and search and look at diagrams and images and read up on it a little bit because it's interesting. It's different than what you might think when you just look up at the sky. The moon appears to change shape as the position of the earth, sun, and moon shift relative to each other. And this changing illumination, this changing happens in a cyclical manner, which means that you get to see the full moon about every 29 days. So roughly once a month. And that's what we refer to as the lunar cycle. The lunar cycle is less than the length of a calendar month, right? Like we are vacillating often between 30 and 31 days aside from February. So every once in a while, we do get two full moons in the same month. I didn't know this until I started doing research, but we call the second monthly full moon a blue moon, and it happens once every two to three years. This is why that phrase, once in a blue moon, exists, because it's referring to something that's pretty uncommon, just like the actual blue moon. So that's kind of interesting, right? Like we have these phrases, we have these experiences tied to what is happening in the sky. And the full moon is actually the halfway point of the lunar cycle, which begins with the new moon. And so every two-ish weeks, there is a new moon and then a full moon, a new moon and a full moon. And there's eight phases of the moon cycle. There's four main ones, and those four main ones also mirror the menstrual phases that women experience. And the average menstrual cycle is 28 to 29 days. Of course, yours might be different or you may not have a menstrual cycle. 
whatever the case is, there is some parallel there and it's very interesting. So when you start to pay attention to the moon cycles, you may notice that you bleed with the full moon or with the new moon and you may not sync up with the moon, but it's something to pay attention to. It's something to notice. And in times of life or in your own experience, maybe you don't have a menstrual cycle. That's very common, totally okay. And if that's the case for you, the moon can be a very helpful thing to follow if you want to have something that you're aligning with in terms of your energy and in terms of planning, because we all exist under the moon. We all live in alignment with the moon. And you don't have to necessarily believe in any sort of magical properties of the moon. And that may or may not be the case, right? Like there's no way for us to know for sure. But the truth is the moon is a, it flows through a cycle and the moon itself doesn't change, right? Like we've talked about this. So the moon isn't changing, but our experience and our view of the moon is changing. And so it's a very nice parallel. It's a very nice example of how things ebb and flow in life. And I find it very useful in that regard. The moon itself has influenced culture in humans for millennia. And the full moon phase in particular is one of note. The date for Easter Sunday, for example, is determined based on the full moon and the spring equinox. So even still in modern times, we are using the moon to dictate some of our traditions, some of our cultural beliefs. And you might find that energetically, you align with the moon in ways you didn't even realize until you start paying attention to it. Some people use the moon phases and look at them in terms of a yang or action energy and a yin restful energy. And some people also draw parallels again between the moon phases and the menstrual phases. So as you are starting to pay attention to the moon, starting to notice the moon and starting to take actions with the moon cycles, you may draw your own parallels. You might find that the full moon is a really great time for you to clean your kitchen (laughs) or a really great time for you to call a friend, right? It doesn't have to be um, what is prescribed to you by other people, by books you read or a podcast you listen to or a coach telling you what to do. It can be whatever you want it to be. But it is also helpful to do the research and to explore, to kind of spark that inspiration, to see what aligns for you. So the full moon is for some people, right? It's this yang energy. So this action energy of illumination. A lot of people refer to it as having an emotional property, an emotional climax. It's a good time to move ahead with intentions or release. And if you want to draw parallels to the menstrual phases, it's a time aligned with ovulation, that release and of the summer season when things are out and bright, right? So as you're noticing the moon, as you're taking 
paying attention, taking note. See if you have the option to do something under the full moon that is related to moving forward, to releasing, to letting go, to shining a light on something, because that is the energy of the full moon. I'll share a few references, a few resources that I have come across that have been helpful in researching this, but also just in my own journey. One of those books is The Spirit Almanac, and it is a modern guide to ancient self-care by Emma Lowe and Lindsay Kellner. And they talk a lot about the different seasons, the different moon cycles, different rituals for self-care. It's a beautiful book, and it's definitely one that I like to come back to whenever I'm needing a little bit more information or history or ideas. And so in talking about the moon, they say, through time, some also believe that the full moon sends foreboding messages. The myth that the full moon could send us into a frenzy has been around since the Roman goddess of the moon, Luna, whose name inspired the words lunacy and lunatic. The early medical community largely accepted the idea that the light of the full moon drove odd behavior. In some hospitals, psychiatric patients were shackled during those bright full moon nights, and crimes committed during them were more likely to be forgiven. Aristotle proposed that this lunacy was due to the fact that the human body is mostly made of water, so like the tides, it is susceptible to stirring with the moon's energy. Another more medically sound explanation is that the bright light of the full moon may have caused sleep disturbances and the ensuing erratic behavior. While not quite as pervasive today, moon mania is still feared by the superstitious. In fact, as recently as 2007, police departments in the UK sent out more officers on a full moon night to deal with expected increases in crime. Still today, many of us look upward for guidance on how to live down here on Earth. Biodynamic farmers, ones who work to honor the rhythms of nature, will often harvest above-ground plants on the full moon and below-ground roots on the new moon when the Earth's subtle pull is greater than the skies. So that's so interesting, right? That there are these influences and there are these practices that are aligned with the moon. And those have simply come through exploration, through discovery, through looking up at the sky, paying attention and seeing what works, right? And these are not necessarily science-backed <laughs> concepts. They are practices that have been in place. And so for you as an individual in your business, in your family life, in your spiritual connection, however feels good for you, the full moon can be a good time to take a bath, to journal, to do some releasing of emotional energy so just explore how you can use that moon cycle to guide you back to the things that you want to be doing. Because it doesn't take any effort for the moon cycle to change. For you, all you have to do is look up in the sky and notice when there's a full moon. And I received some questions from the community about the full moon, about being a beginner when it comes to working with the moon. So I'm going to share those now and answer them. And hopefully that will help answer some questions for you or spark a bit of insight and give you some ideas and things to try. 
The first question is, what's a good starting point for connecting more with the moon cycles? And this is such a lovely question. My favorite answer is to look up into the sky. And you can do that when you're outside, but you can also do it when you're inside. But just start to pay attention, start to notice what is the moon doing? What can we see from the moon today? And it's really fun to let yourself be delighted, surprised, to enjoy the change of the cycles and to see the moon evolve day to day. You can also use an app to pay attention to the moon. So there's one that I really like and recommend, and I'll include a link for that. But when I see the moon in the sky and I'm like, huh, okay, it's looking, you know, about halfway illuminated. If I don't know if we're headed towards a new moon or if we're headed towards a full moon, I'll use the app to tell me that. I also will sometimes, if there is a scheduling situation where I'm trying to plan something, I don't necessarily plan because of what the moon is doing, but I will look at the moon cycles and say, hmm, okay, if we have a choice between one week or the next, what is the moon doing? And if it is something that is related to release or illumination, um, sharing, being out in the world, it's nice to align that with the full moon energy. So it's something that I play with and it's something that you can play with as a starting point when you're beginning to pay attention to the moon cycles. First, just pay attention to the moon. Second, notice how your energy might ebb and flow. If you are the journaling type, you could start just jotting down how you're feeling and what the moon cycle is. And then you can start to pay attention and make connections and see, oh, okay, this is this is an interesting pattern that I'm seeing. One of the other questions was, I'm curious about the moon cycle in correlation with our menstrual cycles and energy levels. So same thing. Everybody's cycle is different and everybody's energy moves in a different way. So rather than following the prescriptions and the guidance of external leaders, I recommend starting to pay attention from within. Ask your intuition, how can I connect with the moon cycles more? How can I connect with my menstrual cycle more? How can I follow this ebb and flow of life in a more aligned, easeful way. The easiest way to look at it is when you are tired (laughs) to rest. (laughs) And when that energy is lower to do things that are lower energy and to know And this is why I really like the moon to know that it's going to change again, because some of the suffering, some of the pain that we experience in life, especially the mental pain, the mental suffering is when we feel like something's going to last forever, that we're going to be stuck in feeling low energy or we're going to be stuck in this high production place, whatever it is that you're in right now that you're like, oh, my goodness, I cannot last like this forever. You can't and you won't. And the moon shows us that there is an ebb and flow, a cycle of life, and that it is a full moon and then it becomes a new moon and then it becomes a full moon again. And that's very reassuring. That's very comforting 
to me and potentially hopefully it is to you as well. Another question is, what if I miss a new moon? Or what if I miss a full moon? It feels like a lost opportunity. And then I just wait until the next cycle. Okay, I can feel you on this. And the truth is you never miss a moon because you're on earth and the moon is in the sky and it's always there. And so you never, ever, ever miss a moon just like you would never miss a summer. You may miss out on doing everything that you wanted to do under the moon or in that summer season or in that rainstorm, but you didn't miss it, miss it because it happened. And so I would invite you to wherever you are to notice your energy, to notice your intentions, to connect with them, and then just start to pay attention to the moon. So don't necessarily let the moon lead the way, but let yourself lead the way and then connect to the moon. And so if you wake up and you're like, oh man, I really wanted to set an intention with the new moon. And now we're a few days until a full moon. The full moon is a really great time to either deepen your connection to your intuition and your intentions. So kind of doubling down on that or releasing what isn't serving you and making new intentions. So if you missed the moon, then it's a good time now to reconnect. If you missed the new moon and you were like, oh, I really wanted to set an intention with the new moon and now we're at the full moon, now's a good time to set an intention. Or now's a good time to take stock of where you are and let go of some things let go of some appointments, let go of some energies or emotions, let go of some stories. The full moon is a really good letting go time. So there's a few resources and places that you can go to for more information about the full moon. One is the Farmer's Almanac. So farmersalmanac.com. Another website I really enjoy that I find very useful is timeanddate.com. And they have information about the moon cycles and the full moon. There's also the book I mentioned earlier, as well as another book by Ezie Spencer, and it's called Lunar Abundance. I'll also include a link to the app that I use, though there's tons of apps out there and they're accessing the same information. Generally speaking, when you're getting started with the moons and following the moons, it's really nice to simply pay attention to when is a full moon and when is a new moon. You don't need to get involved with all eight cycles and all of that and get wrapped up in, is it the yang energy or is it the yang energy or, you know, it's, it can be a lot. It can be too much. So When you're getting started, look up at the sky, pay attention to how you feel and what feels good for you in terms of following the moon and playing with the moon and doing things under the moon that are delightful. You can keep a journal. You can explore some of these resources. You can practice releasing, letting go under the full moon. You can also set new intentions or you can deepen your connection to your intentions under the full moon. There's also a lot of really fun full moon rituals out there. 
in an old podcast episode of That's Pretty Woo, which is my first podcast that I did with my friend Jordan. Jordan told a story about her full moon money ritual that comes from her family, where you go out under the full moon, you open up your wallet, and you say, full moon, full moon, full moon, fill her up, fill her up, fill her up. And it feels super silly the first time you do it. But if you do it over and over again, it's very fun. And perhaps you will manifest some money under that full moon. Another thing that you see a lot of people doing on Instagram and other places is charging their crystals under the full moon. And what that really means is, you know, crystals are pieces of earth that come into our lives. And some people believe that they hold on to the energy and the properties of the previous owner or the previous experience. And so it's a good idea to cleanse your crystals before you bring them into your space. And you can cleanse your crystals under uh, Palo Santo or Sage if you want to do a little clearing ceremony that way. Some crystals you can actually wash, although not all crystals are good in water. And then you can also let them be under the full moon and the illumination from the full moon charges and cleanses your crystals. So there's a lot of different things that you can do for fun for alignment, for spiritual connection, for manifesting. But the key thing is that you are doing things that feel delightful and fun and nourishing and supportive. And so a very cathartic cry under the full moon could be just the thing you need. And that could be, you know, from writing in your journal, or it could be from turning on an episode of Grey's Anatomy and letting it make you cry. That always works for me. (laughs) So the nice thing about the moon is that there are no rules. You can't get it wrong. And it's there as a resource. It's there as a physical, energetic, natural reminder of things changing and evolving and remaining constant in life. So I hope that this serves you. I hope this supports you. I'd love to know if you have any questions at all, but enjoy the full moon and see what happens. Before we wrap up today's episode, I do want to let you know that there is another free inner voice journaling session with Jess Lively's community, The Living Room, on Tuesday, April 19th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. There's two more after that, one on May 3rd and one on May 17th. So if that time works for you and you want to join or if you want to sign up for the replay, these have been really incredible group sessions where I guide you through a meditation, some releasing, some receiving energy, and then we land in our journals and write for eight minutes, connecting to intuition. And then afterwards, we have space as a community to share, to connect, to ask questions. And so if you've been looking for a way to connect with your intuition deeper, or if you have questions for me, this would be a great opportunity to join. You can sign up through the link on my website, which I'll include in the show notes, or you can follow Jess on Instagram. And she also shares those links to sign up. They're free. They're completely free. And again, they're on Tuesdays, April 19th, May 7th, and May 17th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. 
If you enjoyed today's episode and are taking something with you, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, tag me at Kayleen Elise with a little note about what you're trying or what you're inspired to explore. And yeah, I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to connect. And I so appreciate it when you share with your community. As we close, here's what I want you to know. You are doing so well. You are guided on the path to your desires. So stay curious, watch for magic, keep listening to your intuition, play with trusting that beautiful wisdom that you receive. Notice when there's a full moon, take action when you feel inspired and have fun. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at KayleenElise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.